Hello and welcome to Kundra's Coffee Break, the podcast that improves your events business one coffee break at a time. I'm Ed, a magician from the UK, and I'll be here weekly with freshly brewed ideas and opinions on magic performance and business. And welcome back to this week's episode. I recently updated my tech equipment, and so I wanted to make a quick episode to talk about some of the choices that I made and some of the choices you might want to make or some of the questions you might want to ask yourself if you're also in the market for upgrading and purchasing some tech equipment. I've also made a blog post to go along with that, and of course, I will link to that in the notes that go along with this episode. Now, I'm talking about microphones and speakers and amplifiers and things like that. So this is an episode that is mainly focused on stage magic. So it is a good follow on from last week. It's a type of magic that I'm very interested in. But if you only do close up walk around magic, then you might not need as much of the information that I'm going to give this week. You might not have any tech of your own. But you know what? I would recommend sticking around and listening to the episode as there may come a time when you are asked to provide a larger performance and this information could be useful for you. It's also worth saying that I think having an understanding of the technical requirements of putting on a show is important even if you're going to be asking the client to provide all of the equipment. I guess that's obvious really, is you need to ask for the right stuff. And also you need to know if the wrong equipment has been provided and and how you'll adjust your show if that is the case. It's also worth saying up front that only you will know what you need for your show. But hopefully this episode helps to start pointing you in the right direction. As I said, I'm going to talk very briefly about three aspects of tech, and those are microphones, speakers and amplifiers. So let's jump straight into it. There are three main types of microphones. A handheld, which you obviously hold in your hand. A headset, which is worn over the ear and they can be black and bulky, like a fitness instructor, or they can be discreet, like an actor might have in the theatre. And the third type is a lavalier, or a lapel microphone, and these ones you pin to your clothing, and as such they are very discreet. Obviously when you're performing magic or mind reading, you need to have your hands free to perform your tricks, so a headset is the best option in my opinion. My recommendation would be to get a discreet headset, plus a handheld microphone as a backup. I often have this placed just off stage in case I need to grab it in the middle of a show. Of course, it's really important that you practice working your routines with a handheld microphone. You don't want your first time doing them like that to be in front of an important client. Be prepared. It's also a great idea to do this because handhelds are cheap. They can be run wired or wireless. They're super quick to set up and they're very common many venues have one. So being able to work your routines in this sort of way is a great bonus just in case something goes wrong and you need to use the handheld microphone. However, while I've found that lots of venues have a handheld microphone, they must be used for giving speeches or presentations or something like that because they very rarely have a mic stand. So my top microphone tip, alongside knowing how you will adjust your routines for a performance behind a handheld mic, is to get your own mic stand. They're really cheap. They're £15, $15, something like that. And you can just keep them in the car all the time and you're ready to grab it if you need it. 
Lavellia microphones, they're the one I haven't spoken about yet. They are really, really great, but there is a difference between the ones that are used for audio capture and the ones that are used for live performance. And the live performance ones are really expensive. Uh, if you're interested in something like that, then you can check out a company like DPA Microphones. Make some very good, top quality microphones, but as I said, they are very expensive. Okay, next we'll talk briefly about speakers and amplifiers, and we'll talk about those together because there are two main systems. There are active or passive, which are also known as powered and unpowered. My recommendation is if you're going to be taking your equipment to a venue, such as you're doing a parlour magic show or you're doing a family magic show, then you should get an active, aka a powered speaker. And I'll tell you why. Passive speaker needs a separate amplifier, which is great in terms of upgrading. It means if you want to, you can later just change the speakers or you can just change the amplifier. Plus, it means you can customise a specific setup directly to your needs. But the disadvantage is you have to carry multiple things to the event. If you own a venue or you're going to be in one place for a long period of time, then maybe you want to look at this sort of separate system with multiple passive speakers, a mixing desk and a separate amp. But for my use, and I guess the use of the majority of magicians, an all-in-one active speaker and PA system is the best choice. And from there, I can split active speakers into two further categories. Uh, you might want to look at the portable line array systems, which many magicians, singers and other live performers like. Uh, one popular one is the Bose L1. However, I prefer a more traditional two-top or point source speaker. Uh, as I understand it, and I will link to some videos for more information, but a line array gives a very focused sound in one area, whereas a two-top sprays the sound around. I went for the two-top as it's smaller, it's lighter, it's quicker to set up. I just place it down and it's ready to go. And also, at the end of the day, don't need to fill a huge stadium. That's actually one of the most important things to consider when choosing your own equipment. What do you need it for? I like to have a system that can play for up to about 100 people inside. If it's slightly more than that, I would mount the speaker on a stand in order to throw the sound a bit further. But if it's much more than that, then the client really should be providing the PA system. The one that I went for was called an Electro Voice Everse 8, which also has the benefit of being battery powered. Did make it a little bit more expensive, but that is something that I wanted so that I don't need to be near a wall unit to use it. And again, it also speeds up the setting up and packing down of the unit. I don't have to unravel or wind up a cable reel. I also have a small consumer Bluetooth speaker. I think it's made by a company called Anchor. Uh, and it's about the size of a pencil case. And I use that for very small parties at people's homes. Uh, if I want to do a trick that needs some background music, just play that through the Bluetooth speaker. Again, think through what... Again, the most important part of this is thinking through what you will use the tech for. Sound-wise, yes, it's fun to have a huge sound system that can blow people's heads off, but is it needed? Possibly not. Also in terms of portability, uh, is it heavy? How long does it take to set it up? What about the durability? Will you be slinging it into the car or will you be leaving it in one place? Do you want music to be played via Bluetooth? How many input channels will you need? As one of my mentors often said, 
it's not the answers that are difficult, but asking the right questions. So ask the right questions to the store staff, on forums, on social media, and to other professionals before purchasing. These are often one of the largest purchases we make in our business, and it's the way that we communicate with our audience. If you've got a shoddy sound system, you just sound very poor, very unprofessional, even if you're doing fantastic magic. As mentioned, there's also a blog post about it that talks about this in more detail, plus information on wired versus wireless systems, some information on cables, some information on staging and lighting. I'll link to that in the notes for this episode. And as ever, you can find every single episode at edsumner.com magicians. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share and come back next week for another episode. I'll see you then.